Hi guys, welcome to the third episode of the Nameless Book Podcast. I'm so glad to have you listening. I hope you told your friend to tell their friend to tell that person that's not really their friend to come here and listen. I am so happy to have you here and let's get right into it. Um, This week's book is a book that I wouldn't have picked Justin J, I wouldn't have picked this book because I'm very, very particular when it comes to autobiographies or biographies in general. Um, so if it's if I have no keen interest in the person, um, I won't read it. I won't even. Honestly, biographies, autobiographies are not much of my favorite genre of books to read um but yeah this one was the january book club pick and hmm hmm is what i have to say the book is called my journey of hope by basana kumalo and yeah hey this was i'm not gonna mince my words I'm going to try and be as honest as I can. The very beginning of the book threw me off that I read. I think I read the first three chapters and it was unbearable because of the writing style. It honestly reads like a journal, like you're reading someone's diary. That's how the first few chapters read. Well, let me not say the first. That's how the, the book reads. Honestly, that is how the book reads. Um, and like I said, I read the first few chapters and I had to put it down for a week. I put it down for a week because one, I couldn't believe that this is an actual book that was published as an autobiography in quotes. Um, it just needed a lot more texture into it, which is what I didn't get. And that really instantly turned me off. Um, a few days later, I had to pick up the book again. It was a book club read. I mean, a book club pick. And I had to finish it so that we can review and discuss. And I told myself that I want to go to book club meetings having completed the books this year. And so, on a fine Saturday, I decided to sit down and read the rest of the book. Now, as I've already said... It reads like a diary. Um, one, which is a big problem. If you're an avid reader, there's a there's a, you want the writer to respect you as a reader that you're not like you have cohesive sentences, you have structure, you have content, you have focus when you're reading, where you're not going from one idea to the next. So number one, it's the way the book was written that I had a problem with. As you read the book, you appreciate her life. Yeah, she's the third daughter of a family of four. Grew up in a two-parent household. Um, born, raised during the apartheid era in South Africa. Became Miss South Africa in 1994. Her life changed. This was also when South Africa became democratic. She became close with Nelson Mandela and 
Mama Winnie Mandela and her life changed for the better. Now, up until this point where she's talking about her early life, when she's telling the story, she's going in different directions. She's telling the story, but it's like you're having a conversation with your friend where you start telling a story, but you have to tell another part of the story. So you stop and you go back and tell that part and then come back, but then jump back and double back to that. And so I was, I was like, I just, I, I, I. I, let me continue to give you the benefit of the doubt, even though I'm not interested in the story in your life per se, but let's, let's move. We move, right? We move. Um, her story continues Well, she continues telling the story. And again, there's no structure in the way that she's telling her story because she's Miss South Africa and then she's learning something as well while during her reign and i wish she could have given miss south africa a whole block of chapters into her role solely as miss south africa and then what came out of that how she became a businesswoman how she became a tv producer from her role and or have these things in sequential order if that makes sense whereas what you get is she becomes miss south africa yeah i'm with my sister i didn't get to see my family until then she goes to the union building she has a conversation with mandela what 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 she takes a photo mandela meant this and this and this to her he advised on this and this and that goes back to the following day in Sun City where she actually got to see her parents and realized that her life had changed. One, two, three. She's Miss South Africa. She starts hosting top billing. She starts traveling. One, two, three. And it wasn't like, it's like, oh, I don't want to sound too negative about this book, but I wish her editors would have been like, listen, condense, like plan it out, condense like have it in order or group the experiences and how they followed through into your life like i said in sequential order and that's not what you get with her with her story and i expected so much more so much more yes it's about her life it's about how miss south africa impacted her and how it led to so many other great things that happened in her life um, and what I really expected, I understand why she wouldn't want to share that much, but I was really, really, like, I was like, okay, fine, I'm not really interested in Bastana Kumala's life, but I would love to read about her love life and, like, what happened, like, when she started dating Romeo Kumalo and all of that, and, yeah, she talks about it, but not talk about it, you know? Um, I hate to compare the two because different they're just on not on the same level but the way michelle obama went in when she wrote becoming about her love life with um barack obama 
and like it was detailed it was detailed whereas with Basitana it was just like mentioning let me just pass with this pass through this thing and then she gives it a few chapters but it wasn't wasn't like meat on the bone hey it wasn't meat on the bone and i really did expect much much more in the terms of her love life like i said i understand why she wouldn't do as much and it was this book for me for her was more of reclaiming the narrative of the stories that have been written in the newspapers and the magazines over the past few years about her and so I understand why she felt the need to do it. It also felt like it was very inspired by Michelle Obama's Becoming. And the way that it reads from the beginning. Or the way she tried to make it read from the beginning. Or the way the story was told. But I, like I was saying, she was grabbing things up here and down there. To certain chapters where if I had been the one to read it. And then edit it I would have sat down with her and said listen we need to rewrite this put like put things like this and that and I feel like her editors didn't do justice to that one of the things that then becomes that she mentioned or the person that she mentioned so much throughout this book that I feel like all the stories even though they were happening in different times of her life deserved their own block of chapters or to be told in one part of the book over a few chapters was her relationship with Nelson Mandela and it was a relationship that was far that was far deeper than I would have expected and very and very very it was yeah it was far deeper than what I would have expected or what I would have well I didn't know they were close but it was very it was a very beautiful relationship the way I was reading um it seems like Mandela considered her as one of his daughters she considered him a father and she was very active in his life up until the very end and I feel like she could have just written every part of her life where Mandela came in could have been put into it could have been given the attention it deserved by having a few block of chapters talking about that relationship and what it meant to her um it would have been very beautiful to read that way not in pop-ups throughout the book as is what happened which wasn't too which, which I didn't like in the way it came out because you mentioned she mentions how she first met him when she won Miss Soweto. This was, I think, 93, 92, 93. Mandela had already been released and she went to meet him at his house on Alexander Street in Soweto with Mama Winnie Mandela. And then they met again again before she won Miss South Africa after she won Miss South Africa she was a constant in her life when she started dating Romeo Mandela wanted to meet him um, you know these were people these were family to her but she could be talking about 
her love life with Romeo and then yeah Mandela said I should bring him over to meet him and make sure that he gets that permission before he asks you to marry him and I'm just like I get it in the context of the story but it could have just been dedicated to Mandela like a few chapters you know um I will say that not all was bad <laughs> um Basitana Kumalo is a force to be reckoned with. She is very, she's a multifaceted woman and she has, I don't know what I can say, the tenacity of a bull and she will not stop. I really admire her tenacity as a businesswoman. That is the biggest takeaway from this book. I did not know that about her. Um, she is an avid entrepreneur. She has gone into everything from television production to construction management to, I mean, makeup to sunglasses to so many other things that I wouldn't have not known had I read this book. And I really, really did admire that about her. And it was, um, that was my biggest take back from this book that she never stops like she will give everything that she does her all and unless she decides you know what this is as much as I can give she moves on and she doesn't give up and she tries something else and she keeps it moving and I think that's how she's made most of her money and her biggest impact into the different businesses that she's she's been involved in and I think I really did admire that but even how Miss South Africa led her into the television world and producing top billing. I didn't know she what she produced top billing. I really didn't know that. Um, she also produces shows like um, Date My Family, My Perfect Wedding. She's the one who was involved in bringing Date My Family to Botswana, My Perfect Wedding, um, Zambia and Zimbabwe and spreading it across Southern Africa, creating jobs and having the multi-choice hub that is scouring for talent in the television business across Africa and she's doing a lot of work in the creative industry and she was the leader of business women I think in South Africa and I think that role opened her up to a lot more and she was able to just grow as a person and I think that did a lot of good for her in her business life in as much as she writes about her personal life, I would, this book, had she written about her business endeavors and mentioned parts of her personal life and what she had learned from her, her life in business, I would have appreciated much more because that's where the biggest lessons in this book are. Her, yeah... Her growth, her drive, her discipline in dealing with postpartum depression and still being head of head producer for top billing and even being forced to take the time out and the various legal battles that she's fought in and the strength that she's had to to have and all that she's had to endure while running multiple businesses and multiple ventures is is very admirable. So, for me, this book, in as much as, <laughs> in as much as it wasn't the best written book, 
had the book come out in that way where it focused more on her where where it focused more on her business her life as an entrepreneur or how she became an entrepreneur and how she entered these various um business sectors or entrepreneurial sectors um and highlighted the struggles of that and having to deal with her personal life and everything else that she's endured as being a public figure in South Africa and everything else that she had to deal with in her life that way it would have been a much 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 better read and would have been enjoyable but the way it is right now it's gonna need a a little more fine I would it, it reads like a draft yeah it reads like a draft it reads like you're having a conversation with a group of girls you're mentoring that's how it reads to me that's how this book reads and (laughs) there's yeah you know her tenacity like I keep saying like her drive at her tenacity as a businesswoman is is very very admirable I will keep saying that but that's all I've taken out of this book. Okay, maybe not the only thing. Another thing, but she mentions it in brief. And then it goes on to something that I had thought would be something else. But it wasn't. Where she mentions paying it forward and mentorship, men- and mentorship basically. And mentoring a lot of people um, in the business who have come up after her. Bonang Mateba, Pearl Tusi, Nomza Mumbata. And um, how you know, these relationships or these mentorships and various other people who are not famous and how they have helped. But instead of... Then she goes on in the book. Well, the book goes on to have little messages from these people, these various people that have been affected by her or she's influenced in her life through mentorship. And what then becomes... What I would have thought would follow would be... Um... Okay, yes, people speaking about their relationship with her and how her mentorship has helped and guided them. But what you get more or less is like praises for her. And I mean, I guess it's fine. I mean, it's your book. Like I said again, it's her book. But the one thing that kept coming to me when I was reading this book, I was like, you know, you, she, she, this sounds also familiar and you're reminding me of someone and that person is Bonang and I was just like like reading and learning about the similarities I, I, I know I haven't read Bonang's book and you know just from seeing and watching Bonang's career grow you know from television produ- um, presenter you know to becoming this household international name I mean now she's a girl with a vineyard you know and all of that and all the various um, different business sectors that she's come and gone through and what she's doing with her brand as a whole and it was very admirable and very great similarities between the two of them but yeah um this book let me read it now so we can bring this episode to a close um wasn't my favorite was very well not very extremely underwhelming um she gets a point 
for <laughs> for actually sitting down to write this book, even though it's not the best. She gets a point for that. She gets um I mean you have to be brave enough to do something like this. You have you definitely have to be. Um yeah, and just for sharing her story and her journey in business and entrepreneurship. I'll give her three points for that. So out of ten, this book gets I'm not even gonna average, it's gonna get a three point five out of ten for me. Um if you read this book, let me know. Um hey, I was being as honest as I could. I could not lie to you guys. I literally finished this book in in a few hours. Um Yeah. Hey, I tr- <laughs> I don't want to say I tried to like it. Lord knows I did. But like, y'all, it wouldn't let me like it. But that's the review for Basatana Kumalo's My Journey of Hope. If you happen to pick up the book and have a different view from me, um, please do let me know. Don't forget to follow on Instagram and Twitter at Tudu Untumete. Please don't forget to share with your friends and your friends' friends and your acquaintances. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to leave a review or tweet me or DM me. What do you think about this episode? Until next time. Laters.